0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Just a little while, just a little while, okay. yeah. Just a little while, just a little while, on the way, to way, the way. The way. Just a little while, little while, baby. Oh, when I get through, I'm going to be homesome. Oh, when I get through, I'm going to be homesome. One, just a little more, just a little more struggle in this long and simple state. In this just a little more, a few more days to try. When I get through, I'm gonna be home someday. When I get through, I'm gonna be home someday. Let me tell you about my days of the world, and the streets of gold. In the world, where we could never go. And the reason the reason, so stand fast, so stand We're going to be home. Let me get to the top of i going to go
1: New Beginnings Christian Center, good morning to all those within the sound of my voice and the members of NBCC. Hey, you're listening to Pastor Ronald A. Cooper this morning, and I'm so happy to be before you once again. On behalf of myself and the First Lady and all the members of NBCC, I want to welcome those who have tuned in to hear this morning's message. You know, I love listening to this song, Brother Donnie McClickman singing about home someday just a little while that's all it's gonna be just a little while before you know it we'll all be home someday and so i want us to be ready we've got to be ready because if you stay ready you never have to get ready you know how that goes So this morning, as I greet you here, and I welcome you to another opportunity to come in and hear the word of God, I just pray that your lives are in order, that your hearts and minds are in a state of readiness at this point, that you're open, willing, and excited about receiving once again this word of God. You know, this message is one that you know and you will recognize because it comes from all the things that I'm constantly reminding you about. It's talking about that state of readiness. And you know, that's one of my favorite things that I'm always saying. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready. But let me ask you this morning, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you in a state of readiness? Are you prepared? If today were your day, if today were the last day, would you be prepared would you be ready to receive him to greet him we have to know these things in our lives we can't leave it up to chance i know that i can't and i pray that you can't either and so as we prepare to get into this word this morning let's just go before the father with the word of prayer so that we can bless all that we're about to receive and we can be placed into that right place, and state of mind so that we're all in communion together. Amen. Bow with me, if you will. Father God, we thank you this morning for blessing us with an opportunity once more to come, Father God, and to sit at the table, to take our seat, God, and to receive once again this bread of life. Father, we are so thankful, so grateful that we have an opportunity once more to in the land of the living, to receive from your table this bread, dear God, that we may be properly nourished, that we may be enlightened and informed from your word, dear God. I ask that you prepare our hearts and our minds, Father God, our ears, so that we we don't miss a thing, that we receive all that you have set up for us today. I pray that you bless Father God, me, that I am allowed to decrease and you increase that your people hear not what what man says, but what comes from, dear God, the word of God, from what you have to say as you speak to your people. Father, bless us all that we can truly, truly, truly accept, receive, and apply in our lives, dear God, your word. And I thank you, Father, for this opportunity to be before you once again. And I pray a blessing amongst all those who have, dear God, committed themselves to, their, to your service. We just thank you, Father. And I'm going to ask that a blessing go out right now to each and every one within the sound of my voice. And I pray it, Father God, that it be done in your son Jesus' name. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. All right. Are y'all ready this morning? Are you ready? This morning, you know, I'm not going to stay before you long because this is something that, you know, it's it's a reminder type of message. It's something that you should already know. And if you already have it, I'm just going to be I'm just going to be. And and so as some might say, beating a dead horse. But, you know, when it comes to the word of God, it's always fresh and new. So be excited about hearing it once again. You see, because. A state of readiness is something that we should all take as an example for our lives. We look at our military uh, today and how in order to keep this nation safe, it has to remain at a constant state of readiness at all times. It can't be sometime in its duty and responsibility to remain vigilant and ready just in the event that something might happen or occur and not knowing when or where. Preparedness is the only state that they they can remain in safely and soundly and be ready to, to, to greet or meet whatever challenge may come. But how about you this morning? Are you ready for what God has in store for you? Not just that it might be your last day, but what God has planned for your life. Are you living in a state of readiness? You see, readiness has to be something important because 16 times in the Bible we find the phrase, be ready. It first occurred in Exodus, the 19th chapter, when the children of Israel were to be ready for the Lord's descent onto Mount Sinai. You see, and in the New Testament, we have to learn it because it goes beyond that. If we are told in the word of God that often, To be ready. He wasn't simply speaking to those in that time, but he's speaking to us right now. And he's telling you, you can't be sleeping, you can't be slumbering, you can't be laying back. You've got to get excited and be ready for when God is going to prepare to do, to make his move, to do some work, to make things happen. And even before then, to allow him to utilize you, to use you, you must be in a state of readiness. And be prepared for God to put his hands on you and to make the things that he needs to have happen in your lives and in the lives of those around you. Come on now. I, I I want you to get into it. So I pray you have your Bibles handy and they're ready because we need to go someplace now. Let's look at the, the first. Let's look at a few verses that are going to set the pace or set the tone for this message. Look at Luke. Open your Bibles to Luke, the 12th chapter, verses 35 through 40. We're going to read those really quickly as we move along because we have a a few areas I'd like to cover today, if you will. That's Luke, the 12th chapter, beginning at verse 35 through verse 40. And it reads, Let your loins be girded about, and your lights burning. And ye yourselves like unto men that wait for the Lord, when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, Blessed are those servants, and this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched, and have not suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. Mm. Hallelujah. Pray, praise God. And may he add a blessing to the reading of his word. You know what? We, it, it to be ready for this and these times and these days, it should seem like it, it's a common thought. It's a thing that everyone would want to do or would be considering doing or thinking about doing right now. Look at how turbulent the times are. Look at what's going on around you. And can you really honestly say to yourself that in spite of everything that's happening right now, there is no reason for you to take cause to, to make preparations and to take precautions to be ready. You not knowing what tomorrow is going to hold or if you will even see a tomorrow, should there not be something that, that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, it may give you a sense of unease when you know that you're living a life and you're not prepared. You're not ready and that you're going to you're risking allowing that final day, those final moments to slip upon you and catch you in a place, in a state that isn't in a state of preparedness or a state of readiness. Be like the good man. Yes. And at, at his home that that knows, hey, I've got to be ready, you know. What did, what did verse 37 say? Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Very last saying to you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. But only because they are ready to receive him when he comes. And we must be willing to open up that door immediately. Open it unto him immediately. We can't be trying to get ready when we hear a word or we get rumor or catch wind of him being on his way or being at the door. You see, first point, be ready to give an answer to those asking about why we're so hopeful. Why? You are living the life that you're living because people are going to ask. They're going to inquire when you get when you when you show yourself to be getting into a state of preparedness, a state of readiness. Others are going to want to know what is going on in your life and they're going to ask those questions. And so we have to be ready and prepared to respond in that way as well. You see, from first Peter, the third chapter and 15th verse, it says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, the hope that is in you. You see, the questions are going to come. Because those who are not ready will always wonder what you're up to, what you're doing and why you're getting ready for it. But you see, only when their ears are ready, only when they are prepared to hear this word and receive it and understand it, will it ever be meaningful for them. But when they see our actions, when they see what you're doing, it's going to cause them to have a curiosity that then may open the door to their salvation. If they're willing to listen if you're willing to share with them what you're doing in your preparations and why. Yes, we have to be ready to respond. We have to be ready to do every good work that comes our way. It is not our choice, but it is our responsibility to do, to be ready, to be prepared to do God's work and get excited about it. We can't look at it as something that we're doing begrudgingly or because we're being forced to do so. In the book of Titus, the third chapter, the first verse, it says, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. If that can excite you, if you're not excited about doing this work for Christ, if you're not excited about your service, then you're missing the point because it should excite you to know that you have been selected, you have been chosen, you have been called to stand up for Christ, to do work for him, the most high God. He looks upon you as one he calls his servant. Don't you want to hear one day, well done, that good and faithful servant. Don't you want to hear him say one to to express to all around that he is so pleased with the work that you have done? Because you didn't do it being being pulled along but you were excited and you were ready when you were called upon to respond mm, that's an amazing thing doesn't it make you feel good that when you go to someone and, and you ask for assistance that you don't have to convince them you don't have to wait for them to you know to make alibis and excuses but they in turn respond very quickly and they provide you with a uh, a, a quick turnaround on whatever it is that you're asking for because they were ready and not only were they ready they were excited and happy to perform the task. What about you? are you happy? Are you excited to perform a task for Christ? Are you excited about this work? Are you excited to share the good news of the gospel with those who who need to know it? There are so many that are hungry and thirsty so many that don't know him and it's our duty to be ready to share. We must be also ready to be generous in all things. I know some of you, right? Immediately, you you can release your pocketbooks. Come on, loosen that grip on your pocketbooks and your wallets. Because every time a a preacher or pastor start talking about being generous, automatically you're thinking that all they want is your money. But I'm talking about being generous in everything that you do in all things for Christ, in every way. In every possibility. How about you go with me to Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter? And we look at a couple of verses here, verses three and verse five. Okay, verse three and verse five. It says, Yet have I sent the brethren, least our boast of you should be in vain in this behalf, that as I said, ye may be ready. That's verse three. Therefore, verse five says, therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof ye had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not as of covetedness. You know, if you stand around and you're always watching and looking to see what someone else has got and you're trying to compare it and, you you know, and it causes some type of feeling or emotion inside of you that, you know, just simply ain't right because it's not something that should exist within your spirit. But you allow it to exist anyway. And, 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 and you start to feeling some kind of way about things. Knowing all the time that whatever that person is doing to have what they have is a sacrifice that you're not willing to make to have the same thing. Oh, yeah, I said it. That's right. Sometimes people who have and and in most cases, people who have things have made a sacrifice for it. That's right. It came with an opportunity cost. They paid a price in some way, some form of fashion. Yeah. And, and the difference is that the ones who don't have it, but they still like to look upon it and observe it and coveted uh, what someone else has. It's because they're not willing to make that same sacrifice or do the same things in order to have what they have, but they want it nonetheless. Well. How about it when we talk about being generous, when we talk about giving, when we talking about all, allowing ourselves to be open and free to God? We're giving to God what, that which is God, returning that which is his. That's right. I'm talking about now I'm talking about your money. When I'm talking about your, 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 your tithing and your offerings and the things that you do monetarily, time wise, in all ways, how much giving are you doing? In order to make yourself ready to ensure that you're prepared, that you're not trying to hold on to this world too tightly, that you're even shortchanging God. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's right. If you can't say amen, say ouch, because what I'm talking to and who I'm talking to are those that know you aren't living and doing and acting in the way that God would want you to act and you cannot sit down and say because you can't fool god you can't pretend that you're ready because you're not doing what god asks in every way you're not willing to make those sacrifices to have the blessings that he's turning around in the lives of those that are willing to make that sacrifice and so we have to change that right okay i'm glad you agree with me but and uh, also, as I said, not just in the monetary things, but how about being ready to preach the word both in and out of season? Share this good news, this gospel. Have you spoken to anybody this week about your church or about your word, about your Bible, about a passage of scripture even? You know, have you talked to somebody who, who doesn't know, you know, have just sought out someone who doesn't know Christ, who doesn't have this relationship that we cherish so very much and, and share with them the beauty of it, the joy of it, the peace, the love, the happiness of it. Have you taken the time to do that? You should. We should be ready to preach the word in and out of season. Second Timothy, the fourth chapter and second verse. It says in verse two, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. Mm. How about it? We have to be prepared and ready to deliver the word of God at any time that the spirit directs us to do so and not be afraid or ashamed of who we are and whose we are. That we hold back or we resist the idea that we're being asked to speak up and to speak out on his behalf. We have to be proud and excited to be ready. And that comes with practice. You know what? You can't, you are never, you will never get better. You will never get over what you claim to be or what you want to use as an alibi to say, Well, I'm too shy. Well, that's an alibi. It's an alibi. If your life depended on it, I bet you could speak up. And it does, your life does depend on it. And so speak up, share the good news of the gospel. Let people know about this word. Finally, be ready for Christ to come again. Hmm. The ultimate payoff, the ultimate goal, the place where we reach that, you know what? If we live, if we do right, if we perform right, if we are the children who, who he wants us to be, He's coming back for you. He's coming back for you. That's right. He's coming back for you. Only though, if you've been ready. Only if you've prepared yourself accordingly. Only if you've done the things that you need to do to ensure that there is nothing barring, nothing standing in your way, nothing prohibiting you from being received warmly, Into the kingdom. You see. He is coming back. And we don't know when. He's coming like a thief in the night. You know. And some of us are. Sorry to say. Aren't going to be ready to receive him. Aren't going to be alert. And ready to receive him. So that we might open up the door immediately. And greet him. As he comes. Matthew the 24th. Chapter, the forty-fourth verse, says, Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. And that is so true. The Son of Man will come at a time when you least expect it. And that's what's going to be the saddest part for so many, so so very many that will be that will miss out on this opportunity to know this amazing Christ, this amazing relationship and to spend the rest of eternity in a, in the kingdom, in the place that he has prepared. I would love to know that more and more of us each and every day are finding our way closer and closer to Christ and that we are modifying all of our behaviors so that we change in a positive direction, in order that we can be welcomed in. That when he comes, he's searching for you. That he's coming because he's calling your name and he wants you to come with him. Because you have been ready. You have been ready and waiting for a long time. You are prepared. You remained in that state of readiness because you listened and you heard and you learned that if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. And you took that to heart and you made it a part of your life's goal that Christ would not catch you off guard, that he would not catch you unprepared. And so this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning, this as we get ready to close out the the month of January, that's right, as this year marches on and we are preparing ourselves to go into the, the next month, the second month of the year, February. This being the final Sunday of this month for this year, 2021, can you say that you're ready? Can you say that you're prepared? I would hope so. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for you, that you will have all that you need and that you will turn it around and that you will start to get yourself prepared in a place so that readiness is something. That becomes a part of your everyday life. I pray this for you. Father, bless your children. Prepare them. Allow them to know you, see you, and be prepared for your return, O oh God. Help them to be able to, to face whatever comes their way day in and day out, O oh God. That, that it never deters, stops, or turns them away from their preparations in getting ready for receiving you. We just thank you, Father, for the opportunity to come before you today. And I pray that you bless each and every person within the sound of my voice in your son, Jesus name. Amen. I thank you all. I want you to be blessed and I want you to be ready. So share this word, listen to it, hear it and take it to heart. Amen. Come on now. I'm going to go back to praising God, jamming, having a good time. So I hope y'all don't mind. I'm still celebrating. I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) That's right. Come on, Sunday morning. Y'all be blessed. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Social distance. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. You don't have to be out in the middle of them crowds doing all them crazy things. Trust me, this too shall pass. And when it does, I want you to be here so that you can celebrate at the end as we lift up and glorify our God. Amen. God bless you.
0: Oh,